Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you this morning. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you this morning? Doing well. Good. Good. Doing well. Ready and ready to go. Yeah. We have really interesting stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're going to make some stuff real interesting. Yeah. Or both. <laughs> but anyway, well, what I want to start off with today is um, the Defense Production Act. Yeah. Everybody knows what the Defense Production Act well, is. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Defense Production Act has been around for a long time. And uh, in, in theory, if you're a hawk, you love it because it provides total nationalization of everything if there's an emergency and the president gets to declare when, when the emergency occurs. So it's really <clears throat> the... The only thing that could keep the president from becoming a dictator rapidly by using that would be public opinion. But the technical uh, law provides that to happen because it just challenges everything is in the Constitution. But uh, it, it comes and goes. Uh, I am uh, a little bit more aware of it than some because it was sort of a pet peeve of mine that this amount of power was established there and it could be invoked uh, just about any time they wanted. So uh, I would always uh, ask to strike that when that bill came up. But of course, uh, anybody who thought they knew a little bit about, wow, we have to have this emergency. What if the Russians invade? You know, this sort of thing. So, but uh, <clears throat> it's been used. Uh, Biden, this is, he's talking about using it again and he's uh, made proposals for it. But you know, a couple of weeks ago, he, uh, he proposed to use the, uh, the Defense Production Act because he wanted to take over and say that gasoline prices are too high. We have to fix the prices and we have to lower them. But he never thought about eliminating some of the regulation yeah. or stop the inflation so they uh, he was invoking that and, and that means the strategic petroleum reserve he was going to say is sell it well you know the reserve is you know in theory in case uh, our country became very very scarce and we were in a, were in a serious war you would have a reserve uh, down in the salt mines and uh, we could recover it I didn't happen to agree with that position, but that's what it was. But it was never pretended that it was there to be arbitrarily used to keep the gasoline prices uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just that was just their distraction. They released some <clears throat> some uh, oil prices. Uh, I think for a day or two were blipping around, but it, it did solve their problems. Big surprise. But now he wants to use it again. Uh, this this time, <clears throat> he uh, he he wants to use it to uh, push green energy, and green energy is going to solve the problem of shortages. Yeah. <laughs> so so they're they're pushing on this push green en energy, get the gasoline prices down, and uh, I am going to be very bold in this prediction. I predict that it will make things worse. Price will, if they actually accomplish, uh, you know, all these regulations and taking over, and uh, it'll, it would make the price go up, not down. But nevertheless, they're doing it, and it's for showmanship. He, because the people want him to do something. That's what presidents are for, there for. Well, what they should be doing is less, <laughs> less of the stuff that caused the problem. But that's not likely to happen. So 
this will be around for a week or two, I guess, and then maybe they'll wake up and say, you know, it's it's not going to work. But it's it's not going to be. I don't think anybody's going to challenge it in the court and say this law isn't even constitutional. That's uh, irrelevant for most of them. Well, as you say, and in the, in the, you talk about this a lot, but the Defense Production Act was passed in 1950. And it was passed because Truman wanted to get us into another war. He wanted to get us into the Korean War. And industry wasn't cooperating, right? Industry was done with war. Uh, you had four years of the World War II, and they were gearing toward uh, a peaceful peace dividend, right? And so Truman needed a war. And so you had the Defense Production Act. It's been reauthorized 50 times since then. It enabled uh, the Korean War, and it also paved the way for the Cold War. Uh, you know, the uh, ability, as you say, to take over essentially the entire economy. Well, here's our situation now. President Biden has now invoked it again. Gas is through the roof. We know this. Uh, I've seen in California eight, veering on $8 a gallon. It could go up past $10 a gallon. Uh, but so is he doing this to reduce the pressure at the pump, which affects all of our, I mean, everything is trucked everywhere else, affects the price of everything. No, as you say, it's not for oil and <laughs> gas. It's to remove our dependency on oil and gas. And here is the Deputy Secretary of Defense, Dr. Kathleen Hicks, from the De Energy Department's own website. She says, this is the announcement that he's invoking it, reducing America's dependence on gas and oil is critical to U.S. national security. In conflict, fossil fuel supply lines are especially vulnerable. Okay, so they're using this to actually make it more difficult to get the things we need, which is gas, uh, oil, and energy. And they're putting, plowing all this money, as you say, into things that will not help anyone at the pump. Solar, transformers and grid components, heat pumps, insulation, and electrolyzers, fuel cells, and platinum group metals. That's where the whole thing is going to, you know, a smart Republican, if there were any out there, would be really hammering on this because talk about a tin ear. Well, it's uh, going to do two things, and I think they really want two things. They, they want to promote green energy. They're going to get a lot of money. Then they can subsidize the green energy that doesn't meet the market test. Uh, at the same time, it's exactly what you say, they want, uh, they hate uh, hydrocarbons because hydrocarbons will destroy the world and, and they have to destroy it. Uh, but that's sort of a, a little bit confusing these days because uh, we were uh, under Trump. He got us where we were essentially, uh, you, you know, independent. We uh, uh, we were actually exporting some energy, and and now that's all that's all been reversed, and that's what they want. So and so he, the people are waking up that he's a failed presidency, but they have to turn him into either being dumb or lying, because. Uh, they, they haven't heard the truth, and they wouldn't want to believe the truth. Oh, I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the Greenies are excited about this. This is a wonderful opportunity, you know, to uh, get rid of hydrocarbon. But, hey, even they who promote this and believe it like a religion, I don't think they have any idea 
that even they will suffer yeah. from, if you could do that, wave a wand and get rid of hydrocarbons, even they could freeze to death in the wintertime. You know, that, yeah. that's uh, just so, so ridiculous. They, they, they believe so strongly that uh, if they have charge of the government, they can do the things that will be best for the people. It will enhance their power and also satisfy their social agenda and, uh, and, and make so sure that green energy wins out and they will be saving the world. And some of them, you know, the, the uh, people who go along with this, they actually believe it. But I, I, don't, I think that one's really at the top. Uh, many of them know exactly what they're doing, especially a cultural Marxist, because their goal is, is uh, chaos. And uh, this is very chaotic creating right, what, what they're doing right now, and all in the name of the Defense Production Act. And, uh, of course, it's, uh, you, you know, creating a tragic uh, set of circumstances for us. Well, this is all part of the elite's war on working class Americans and, and working Americans in general, non-elite Americans. Oh, you don't like paying so much for gas, you poor slob in your pickup? Why don't you get a Tesla? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, that's the mentality. But the Deputy Secretary of Defense that I quoted earlier, Kathleen Hicks, she also said that Biden's move to spend all this effort developing more green energy instead of solving our problems with, with petroleum, she says this will also help accelerate the DOD's transition toward clean energy technologies that can help strengthen military capability while creating good jobs for American workers. Well, here's an idea. I have a great idea to how to make the military more green, and it will absolutely work. Cut military spending by 90%, cut, all the, <laughs> cut everything out of the military that we don't need to, to not defend this country, and you're going to have a much smaller uh, military, and you're going to have a much smaller carbon footprint for the military. Well, and you're going to have a much cleaner world, too, because yeah. the, uh, the U.S. Army's, uh, it's uh, been estimated by some of the biggest polluters the biggest in the polluter, world. Biggest polluter, exactly. <laughs> and I guess China's second. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, is, it is tragic, all based on bad ideas. All of them went to the same college, essentially, the, the College of Intervention. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And they've been taught this, and, they, and they're comfortable with it because... Uh, people who don't go along with them, they're the stupid people. <laughs> and uh, we have to make sure that they're the first ones uh, to suffer. So uh, that is not an answer. It's going to make the problem worse. So if you're an investor, believe uh, in, the, in the predictions that there's going to be a lot more inflation. Now, this literally isn't inflation, but it's inflationary because the inflation comes if they, they're going to spend more money. It's when the Fed monetizes that, prints it, devalues the currency, that's the inflation. But all this mischief and regulations and all, that pushes the prices up. So it's a combination. It was sort of like COVID by itself is not the inflation, but COVID is inflationary and they, they you know, spent a lot of yeah. money and put on more regulations. And then they started, and, they, and one thing that occurred at the beginning of COVID was the the printing presses really started running. Yeah. So very inflationary, and that's why the people are suffering. And, uh, you know, I've watched this and made these dire predictions. It's coming, it's coming. But it's still, it still is shocking and sad because yeah. when, when you see uh, how fast that energy prices go, goes up, you know, it, isn't, it doesn't take a month to get a bleep in the gasoline. Ooh. It's every day they ask, yeah. went up three cents, went up five cents. You know, that's just a couple of pennies. Yeah, but now some places it's eight, nine, ten dollars. Yeah. And uh, at this rate, 
uh, because the conditions, since they're not going to do what they're supposed to, these conditions are going to get worse. And the Defense Production Act is not going to save them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next one. This is another good topic because I think one of the reasons we picked this is because it shows reflexively the attitude of the CDC, which is grabbing control, <laughs> grabbing control anytime they can. Let's actually switch over to that third photo. I didn't put the first two up, but that third clip. This is from the Epic Times. CDC raises monkeypox alert, recommends masks during travel, then removes the advice. So basically their knee-jerk reaction, oh, we've got something new. Put those masks back on. And of course, the reaction was quick. You had a lot of doctors on Twitter and elsewhere saying, hold on a minute, that's not an airborne pathogen. Why are you telling people to put their masks on? And someone genius at CDC said, oops, oops, let's hide this, let's hide this. And you better watch yourself because I'm, we, our program might be accused of being unscientific, <laughs> you know, criticizing this. So it, uh, because people have gotten sick from monkey virus. Yeah. And, and there's 19 cases reported. Whoa. <laughs> and, but uh, in the U.S., uh, I'll bet they've been searching. <laughs> but, so no deaths, 19 cases uh, at the last. And some people died in Africa, but you can't, you don't know how many other diseases they Well, the whole thing is, yeah. it, it, it was so bad and so stupid that even the CDC had to say, oh, we jumped the gun. Just we don't kidding. know what we don't know yeah. what we're talking about, and they've been just monkeying around yeah. unnecessarily, <laughs> exactly. monkeying around with all this nonsense. What what a sad a sad story, and uh, I uh, I think that uh, if. Uh, it, it, it shows the atmosphere. They're, they want they something. I yeah. bet they're disappointed. Yeah, they love it. In all this. I'll so. tell you who else is disappointed is pharma, and that's why it's going nowhere, because they're saying basically your smallpox vaccine is protecting you against monkeypox, because for the most part, that's at least what they're saying, because it's a similar virus. So there's not going to be big bucks for Pfizer, so it's going to go off the deep end. Yeah. So uh, that, that uh, may uh, disappear, this whole story on monkeypox. I, th I think it's sooner, the sooner the, the better. Sooner the better. And, uh, but it was pretty amazing how they took uh, uh, COVID and turned it into uh, the monster it turned out to be, uh, which was more artificial than real. It's, uh, there were some real problems, but there are some real problems that were hatched yeah, you know, yeah. when they started uh, uh, making sure they could take care of it. Well, here's a related story, and it's our good friend Tom Woods, who has a great piece. Of course, he was great throughout COVID, and uh, he has a good piece on Lou Rockwell today. What happened after masks disappeared from the airplanes? Because we all remember the warnings. Remember what Fauci said, oh, I think it's too soon, we shouldn't do that. He was having a conniption. Well, Tom has a great piece up, and in fact, there's a great map from, uh, from Ian Miller, who, who, who guided us throughout the entire COVID problem. Daily deaths per 100,000 in the United States from COVID. You can see there on the far, far right, April 18th, airplane mask mandates lifted. Uh-oh, they kept going down, the <laughs> deaths kept going down. And that goes contrary to what Fauci said, uh, that they would go on. So that basically, and as Tom points out in his piece, this exposes the lie that they told throughout. And it's one of the reasons why they never wanted to remove the mask mandate because everywhere that removed them, like Florida and eventually Texas and Sweden that never really had them, 
They didn't see cases climb, they saw cases dive. Yeah, isn't that amazing that truth prohibited them from acting correctly? Yeah. Because they purposely didn't want that information to come out because information like this arrives. Or what, what if the truth came out about natural immunity? You know, that doesn't do much for, uh, for the pharmaceutical industry. So they take a lie and then they immediately, which is so commonplace now, if they're guilty of something, especially in politics, if they're guilty of a collusion, with Russia, uh, they flip it and blame, you know, in this, ca in this case, the, the Democrats blamed it on the Republicans, yet the Democrats, now it's out in the open. Yeah. And then, the, then when they try to prosecute somebody who lied about it, but, but there, there's no, no case, they, they don't, uh, they rig the courts too. Yeah. Well, that's, that's sort of scary, some of the things going on in those courts where uh, they've always been bad, but they're, they're, they have to be getting worse because uh, people, people, you know, uh, you just wonder, and I wonder too, because it's massive. What, what's the election going to be like? I mean, uh, what if there's a landslide and it's absolutely opposite of what every poll showed? Uh, that is liable to <laughs> accelerate the violence that's, uh, that's going to come eventually, but, but that, that's, uh, that's one thing that we'll have to contend with. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's great that uh, Tom made this point because uh, it goes to show, but it it's also supports our position about science. This whole idea that uh, people got uh, punished for telling the truth and, uh, and now at least the truth is coming out, and they, and they, they themselves were afraid of the truth. That's, yeah. that's amazing They to don't me. want the truth out. And they did the opposite of what they should have been doing. Well, the last thing we're looking at today is kind of in a category that we've been following, which is this insane, insane period of really European suicide, literal economic suicide, where they are returning, reverting to caveman-like behavior, all in the name falsely of trying to own Putin, of trying to destroy Russia, when in fact, as we point out, it's having the opposite effect. A, higher oil prices are helping finance Russia's war, and B, Russia's current account surplus is higher than it's ever been. But never mind, never, don't worry about that because European governments are happy to squeeze the citizens to death in order, again, under the false promise of, of, of hacking uh, Putin up, Let's look at this next clip, and this is from RT, and you can find it anywhere, though. Poles may forage for wood <laughs> to heat their homes. And this is one of their, uh, their deputy minister of climate and energy, Edward Siarka, was quoted saying, it's always possible with the consent of foresters to collect branches for fuel. So if you're cold over there uh, in Zakopan or in somewhere in the in the Carpathian Mountains, just go out and get some twigs. What's yeah. the problem? You know, the polls are a little bit confused now. I wonder, I wonder if they would take uh, Biden in because he, <laughs> he's he's doing some self-destruction for us. His, you know, the Democratic Party and and his reputation and the the people in this country and, and the polls. You know, what, what did they do? They canceled all imports from Russia. Yeah, yeah. No more wood from Russia. <laughs> but what have we done? Yeah. Hey, yeah. This whole thing that they, we we were very productive and really taking care of ourselves energy wise. And then we came in with, with all these reg, regulations, and uh, somebody said, what does is, what is Biden do now? Uh, 
he, he goes to Saudi Arabia with his hat, you yeah. know, won't you sell us some oil? <laughs> yeah. some oil. And that, that has to be, you just wonder why people don't wake up faster, yeah. you know, uh, but that they, for one reason is, is uh, they don't always get exposed to this. Most people don't, uh, you know, go to certain programs on the internet. Most don't get it. Or banned. Yeah. yeah, they get it from the major networks, and uh, and they have an agenda. And science is not science. No. Well, remember, they also went down to Venezuela and said, "Hey, can we buy some oil?" And Venezuela <laughs> said, "Okay, but give us back the money you stole." and get rid of these sanctions. And the U.S. said, well, we don't want it that bad. Americans can suffer. So there you have it. Well, you know, if they go out and click the wood, they have to, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not like, uh, oh, I, bought, I found a couple of sticks. I have a bundle of sticks. I'm going to put them in my car. I'll take them home. I help clean up and that'll be it. You got to take them to the report you know the, the authorities and they have to weigh them <laughs> and they, they were a certain size and all this stuff and uh, and then after they figured out how many how many things you were stealing from the force then you had to pay for them. pay for your sticks <laughs> and, and then uh, make sure that you can't import gas or energy from russia uh and you, you know you, you just can't believe these stories yeah uh, it's uh, it's so unreal anyway that's that's what's happening so I don't think that um, the Europeans, if uh, we really had a contest with a with another entity, uh, I don't think we should depend on the Europeans. But uh, we were taught in school that the founders didn't want us to be there. They wanted us to stay out of Europe, yeah. especially European affair and entangling alliance and, and, and getting, getting involved like that and don't look for monsters to destroy, don't have a military industrial complex. But no, that, that didn't happen. We're, we're very much engaged and we're very much in a mess. And the predictions that have been around for a long time, I didn't invent the predictions, that the country is literally in the early stages of a very, very serious bankruptcy. Yeah. And that means in a bankruptcy, the people have to have less, the people who suffer. And it starts with the people who are most vulnerable. That's the, the poor and the middle class. And uh, the tax comes out not because of the tax collector. It comes by the businessman yeah. has to collect it because he has to charge more. And that causes the social conflicts that, that there's some people very happy about. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to close with a cartoon. I don't do it often, but I think this is quite a cute cartoon. I noticed it this morning. So if we can put that up. And for our people listening to the podcast on audio only, it is a man who looks very unhappy. He's pumping gas into his car, and it says gas, $5 a gallon. And then there's Biden with a bubble up saying, take that, Putin. So it's pretty funny. It's the American who's suffering, and Biden is so pleased with himself thinking that somehow he's harmed Putin. This, I think, in a nutshell, is the Biden view on the energy problem right now, and more Americans are going to suffer. So, yeah, Very I'll send good. it over to you, Dr. Paul. So, so many bad things can happen once you start messing with the uh, monetary system. Encourage people to do bad things. Uh, it, it, it creates automatically a monetary system like we had with artificial interest rates, it, it causes malinvestment. They invest incorrectly. They don't know 
uh, what the proper thing is, is to do. Then it also builds special interests. And look at, look at how the special interests, because uh, there's no limits on spending. And it's the people in Washington who get to divvy up the loot. And uh, they, uh, they create these special interests. And uh, once again, it's the most powerful individuals. Right now, a powerful group are, are, the, uh, are the Greenies. You yeah. know, the Greenies. But that's part of it's It's sort of a, uh, a branch or uh, similar to the uh, military-industrial complex. Yeah. But most military-industrial complex aren't Greenies. Yeah. They're the ones who are polluting. Yeah. You know, And that's why uh, with a proper policy, uh, there'd be a lot less pollution uh, by the U.S. As military. But anyway, I want to thank our viewers for tuning in today because... Uh, of course, uh, we don't have a program without you. And right now, we're very pleased with the th way things have happened. We've had some momentum, and we've had so many nice messages from many of you who did attend our conference last weekend. And uh, we're, we're very grateful. So stick with us and come back to visit the Liberty Report soon.